0: I love you. Y'all done coming back now for the end of the silver age of Disney. And I'm so proud and happy to see ya. Ye Paul. yee <laughs> Ye haul indeed. Thanks for joining us here on the on the couch. I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh.
1: And I am the Faceless Leon. Very excited about today's episode. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I'm all about this movie. This is we that this is our Disney playlist. You you know what you're listening to. You you clicked on it. Well, I, I guess that's probably that might not be true. Some people just marathon it. You know they're busy with their hands. So for you out there, th- we're talking about the Juggle Book, and it's
0: great. <laughs> yeah, this is uh again as has been the uh, running consensus with most of the Silver Age. I haven't returned to a lot of the films. Right, and as it turns out, the only three that I have returned to often are the only ones that I actually have discovered i liked and those are uh, alice in wonderland 101 dalmatians and the jungle book this is the only other film in the silver age that i've returned to quite a lot
1: yeah i think that's pretty accurate for me too yeah honestly i i haven't watched 101 dalmatians very very much
0: yeah that one that one was definitely a more of a, a childhood have to watch whereas alice in wonderland's and alice in wonderland I don't know why I pluralized the lands there. Know. Alice in Wonderland and Jungle Book are uh are films that I have gone back to as an adult uh for different reasons than why I watched them as a child. Yeah. <laughs> well, Alice I in Wonderland, you. I feel like I right. feel like that one begs to be rewatched oh, yeah. we as an adult.
1: About that. Yeah, in, in the episode. <laughs> yeah.
0: But but Jungle Book I went back to because I I generally enjoyed it. It's it's it's, it's very research. fun. Yeah, it's got good music, too. Like, I really enjoyed yeah. the music of it.
1: That's that's the best part uh, for me. I mean, I, I love the odd couple of Baloo and Bagheera and yeah. uh, Baloo's relationship with Mowgli. Really, like, I honestly just like the whole movie start to finish. And I think a big part of that for me is because this is, like, my dad's favorite Disney movie. So whenever oh, we nice. would watch this yeah it would be a big deal and when the uh when the elephants do their march my dad <laughs> would always get up and start marching and then we would follow him behind him nice it was a lot of fun and yeah yeah, we sang all the tunes and shit so i i have a big nostalgia love for this movie uh but beyond that i mean i think as a critic i can honestly say this is a damn good movie
0: yeah. I mean there there are faults. It's it's falling into yeah. that uh that Disney issue of a lot of things are just the exact same. So like the elephants for example are pretty much the same elephants we've seen in every single Disney movie so right. far. Yeah. So it, it's definitely starting to feel a little stale in regards to characters and how they're how mm-hmm. they're portraying characters with certain animals. Well, a but- lot
1: of those tropes though came from this movie, like the, for the later right. movies. Uh especially mm. with with Blue and, and uh King Louis and Shere Kong, like they, yeah. they used that same animation. Hell the same same yeah, names yeah, they for tailspin.
0: They, uh, yeah, the the latex what was it? it's not latex, it's uh Xerox era. The Xerox era yeah. of Disney where they just they just reused the exact same uh, animations from Jungle Book. Yeah it, it, it you, you're right with that. But, I mean, I'm saying, like, just specifically with, like, elephants, though, with tigers right. and, like, uh, cats. They've used those very specific personalities before. So, it's not sure. – I mean, even with snakes, even, I think there's – there's been snakes that are almost exactly like Ka, but mm. – or it's not Ka, is I, it? It's Ra? Uh,
1: no, it's Ka. You're
0: right. Oh, it is Ka. Okay. Yeah. Who, uh, Who? by the way, is uh, Sterling Holloway, right? And right, right. That's, yeah. Winnie the Pooh, one of my favorite voice actors of all right. time. And he he is so menacing as as <laughs> the snake. Like yeah, oh, God, I he's terrifying. So. Yeah,
1: I always thought like so obviously there's some danger to Cobb, but I always saw him as kind of a uh, a cowardly character, but you know, he is deceptive. And yeah, that's... he <laughs> Yeah,
0: but he I That is how cowardly villains operate. <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: But I I don't necessarily felt never felt menaced towards him maybe because it's that scene where he's cowering from Shere Khan who mm-hmm. George Sanders voice for Shere Khan I mean how how could you get any better than that that shit's right amazing. Uh, honestly all Inter-selba. the voice work in this movie is is awesome you got Sebastian Cabot as Bagheera <laughs> and Phil Harris as Baloo and uh, real life jazz swing museum louis prima as king louis in real life his nickname was the king of swing oh and nice Lyric in the song is uh king of the swingers so yeah i i think having him be a part of the movie was a really good choice uh that that whole sequence is just so great i just wish there was honestly more of king louis and the Bandarlog monkeys and i could be saying it wrong it's an indian word but the in the book i've never read the book but there is some major differences from the book than from the movie but in the book mm. these the monkeys the bandalogue monkeys they kidnap mowgli uh but this is while he's still living with the wolves it's kind of like uh if i'm if i i haven't read the book once again but if i'm reading this description right it's kind of like a uh a precursor story to the first story, so the jungle book is just a list of stories, right, right, and right. uh that Rupert Kipling wrote uh the first half of it they have to do with Mowgli. There's Mowgli's brother brothers, rather, which talk about how he lives with the wolves, and then Shere Khan comes along, and so. Uh, the the story isn't necessarily that they're taking Mowgli out of the jungle to protect him from Shere Khan. The story is that he used Mowgli brings fire to drive off Shere Khan, and for that reason, animals are like, okay, he's a man now. He needs to leave the jungle. So it's hmm. kind of the opposite of what happened. But the money the the story with the the monkeys. As far as I can tell, King Louis is a fabricated character for the movie. So I'm happy they included Louis Prima for it. And he's even got his name. So it was just a straight <laughs> pop culture riff that really our generation only sees this movie of it.
0: People. Right.
1: Like it was yeah. it was it was definitely a stronger reference to this actual character in <laughs> in in real life. But yeah. I do want to say that these banderlog monkeys, that story is the same story that has Ka in it. And Ka actually helps rescue Mowgli with Baloo and Bagheera uh, from these monkeys by hypnotizing them. So, huh. yeah, Ka's actually one of, the, one of the heroes, at least in nice. this particular story. And I don't see any, and what what I quickly read today, see any references to him being a villain.
0: Yeah, well, Disney's a Disney's a Christian company, and the snake's got to be the villain. So
1: that's right.
0: Plus, you get to hear you get to hear awesome Sterling Holloway be a creepy ass villain. It's a that's lot of right. fun.
1: I yeah, I once again I don't know I like there's maybe because it is Winnie the Pooh. I am not so frightened of Cobb.
0: His very entrance is coming upon a sleeping child and in manipulating him and almost having him within his right. entire mouth before a Panther wakes up and attacks him. That shit as a child terrified me. And then along comes the the uh 90s live action version of Jungle Book. I can't remember oh, who yeah. uh, what, that movie was Scar- about.
1: I think it's Scarlett Johansson that plays Ka in that. and that. No, that's new the one? that's
0: the that's the new live action remake, oh. the '90s live action remake that was yeah. like straight to VHS. That one, their Ka gave me nightmares. Like I remember specifically being afraid of the of their uh, their snake in the water and trees. It was terrifying.
1: I think this version of Ka for me as a kid was just too comical. And maybe because I'd seen it so often. Like, we like we literally yeah. watched this. Like, when my mom and dad split up, we would pretty much watch it every weekend we were at my dad's house. Yeah. I think I just knew it so well that I, I could only see the comical bits of how they, they uh, get past his, his uh, hypnotism and shit like that. And kinks up his coils and gets stuck in a tree. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. He just he just has like a purple man kind of quality from Jessica Jones. Like that's he just, true. He just has that yeah. that creepy. I don't know. It just it, that's the kind of thing just- that bothers me is the people who get into your mind. Yeah. Oh, it's so it's so unnerving for me. You know. The, I I mean I don't actually think we really set up the Jungle Book. It's just a kid gets taken in by wolves right. in the jungle. And he's raised by the wolves. And then along comes Tiger Shere Khan and, you know, the the panther guardian uh, Bagheera is, starts to worry that Mowgli's going to be killed. So he's just mm-hmm. like, I got to get this kid to safety. I got to send him back to his own people. And that that's really just the whole tale of it is, is you know, Bagheera trying to get Mowgli out of there. But Mowgli doesn't want to leave. He's, he's just having too much fun.
1: Right. I think it's... Kind of important to know that Bagheera is the one, at least in the movie, who found Mowgli. Yeah. And he's also the narrator. So he brings Mowgli to these, this family of wolves who just had a litter. So Mowgli gets to grow up with brothers, which is nice. But he, he thinks he's a wolf, but he's a man cub. Actually, they do a really good job of not letting him forget that he's a man cub. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost yeah. on the line of uh prejudice uh the animals <laughs> against him.
0: Speaking speaking of that, there is a racist plaque again for Jungle Book. They they do have that that little racist there title is. card.
1: And you know, when it came up, I was like, Man, I know this movie really well. I wonder what exactly they they were trying to go for. So I you know, the things that are popping up in my head while I was while we were trying to figure out What it might be was uh, their interpretation of Mowgli as an Indian child, but I don't see where there would be anything with that. Mm. Sarah found something uh, about the reason why they put it up there is because the the monkeys, because they're associated with jazz music and, and scatting and stuff. That they are representing black people in America. And perhaps that was the animator's intentions. I mean, if Disney's you know, willing to say, hey, this might have bad implications, then perhaps it right. was their intention. But I have never once watched this movie and felt that that was what was going on there.
0: Yeah, I agree with I you know? agree with you. When I saw the title, when I saw that that little title card where it's just like, hey, by the way, we're racists, just so you know, my thought immediately went to the monkeys. Right. But I was just like, I'm going to watch this again because cause I thought that might be where it was because that's what I've read in the past, perusing like Disney issues and all that fun stuff on the internet. Cause, but I, I didn't quite remember what the issue was, but I was just like, I think that's what it was. I just don't remember why. And I watched it with that with that eye of trying to like see it, and, but I didn't see it. It didn't it didn't feel yeah. very. There's
1: one line.
0: There's one line.
1: There is one line that it's after the whole monkey sequence is over, and Bagheera says something along the lines, "Would you rather see him stay here with those banderlog, monkey degenerates, something like that?" But mm. the he might even use the term savage too. Which I know people are trying to kind of sort out. out as a, a term yeah. that we use for peoples because well it's, it's just kind of fucked up. But anyhow, that's the that's really the only line where I think it turns from being like these is just this is just how monkeys act in this personified version of the jungle. To hey, this might be a uh, racist allegory, and you know if there's something more to it other than than just that one line, I would love it if somebody out there point that out to me because I'd I'd like to know. Honestly, it is like one of my favorite sequences in cinema. I mean, I love that song. I I practice doing trumpet sounds to that song. (laughs)
0: See, I'm, I'm more partial to bare necessities. That's that's my kind of vibe. Yeah, I know vibe.
1: a lot of people like that one over. I want to be like you, but I I love that song. That King yeah. song. It's great. I don't know. Bare yeah.
0: necessities is is easily that, like my go-to awesome. Jungle Book song.
1: It's a it's it's almost akin to Kunamatata. Matata. They could be on the same like hey, take it easy playlist. Yeah, you know? exactly.
0: Like that's just, <laughs> it, it, it's my chill vibe. It's what I want. That's it. Yeah. You know, it's like that's what I'm going for, and, but of course, the King Louis song also has a bit of a chill vibe. It's just yeah, it's more of a chill vibe that you have to be on your feet and dancing to. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely,
1: definitely. And uh, oh, also like blues, blues costume in that sequence that could be a part of it. Oh, maybe because he disguises himself as a as a a big orangutan and he does so kind of. Very exaggerated features that could probably be associated with. I mean, blackface was still going on fairly frequently oh, right. at the time period, so mm. could be a reference to that. I don't know.
0: That makes sense. Yeah, I should have researched it beforehand. I just I try to watch it when I saw that t- right. when I saw the you know the racist card. I try to just watch it and try to pick it out for myself as you know. Right. Kind of try to find it in there. But I wasn't, I wasn't also paying attention solely to that. You know, that kind of became a background thing because I do, I really just love this movie. So I just kind of got lost in the movie and forgot that that was at the forefront of the movie. And I I forgot that I was supposed to look for it, but I don't know. The movie, the movie has such a good charm that it just, it draws you in.
1: It's hard to see, honestly. Like, I feel like what's there might be such a dated reference that it's kind of, Voided now, but you know, yeah. we we're white people, so yeah, <laughs> who, knows? yeah. <laughs> who knows? Maybe there's some people who watch this movie and get very very offended. I I just don't see. And I'm it. sorry. That's all I'm saying. Yeah,
0: yeah, I don't I don't see it either. And I don't. I'm sorry if you are offended by this film, but I, I I think it's very enjoyable. I think most people can really enjoy this one. It's certainly an easy one to sit down with a family. I mean, most Disney films are, but I feel yeah. like the, the 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 silver era has been very boring so i feel like it'd be kind of hard for me to sit down with the family and watch this because a lot of these i would just get kind of bored after a while and be like all right how much longer do i have to sit here with everybody this one not so much you know i I think we would all be in you know the whole family would enjoy it and uh get up and dance during the like like you said during the the fun songs
1: i really thought i was gonna bust into singing that song though just to do the the trumpets I don't know, you know, I don't know how, how far the limits of fair use goes. So right. Disney has a lot, lot, a lot, lot more money than I do. I mean, I'm not even an ant. I'm like a lawn aunt. bear. My financial situation is like, like an Aniba compared to Disney.
0: Yeah, we're still wanting them to even sponsor us, so probably not <laughs> don't wanna don't wanna offend them too much, I guess. Right. Even though I've been right. complaining about them this whole silver era.
1: We'll wait for them to sponsor us and then I'll sing
0: along <laughs> to Disney kids. Yeah, but I, I don't know. There's not, there's not much for me to say about the Jungle Book. Like I really like it and the animation's great and it's a lot of fun. But,
1: well, yeah, what what faults do you have with it? I think, you know, we did a lot of faults really, just saying, hey, we like this.
0: I mean, that's the thing is, like, I don't have, I don't have many faults with it. I, I I just enjoy it. It's one of those films that you just turn on and enjoy. Like, even if there are issues with it, I don't notice them and I don't care when I see right. them. It's, it's just yeah. one of those that I would put on and enjoy or just listen to the soundtrack and enjoy even. I don't even have to watch the freaking movie. There
1: is only one thing. There's only one thing that have has always kind of messed with me when when I watched this movie and that is the ending. And, you know, if you haven't seen this movie this is a spoiler, but you've had your chance and it's not going to ruin the movie because the, the best part of the movie is from the beginning all the way up until this point, so don't worry about it. Their journey ends outside of the man village. They, they had dealt With the danger and it it was going to be up to Mowgli, whatever he wanted to do. Then this young girl about Mowgli's age is getting water at the river and singing and it enchants him and he follows her into the village, into the story.
0: It's beautiful.
1: For me, he was so – he's just so adamant throughout the entirety of the story that he wants to stay in the jungle and there's it's not like some kind of like big lesson reveal that's like oh yes maybe learning the ways of man would be virtuous for me maybe i can uh entreat them to take better care of the jungle none of that bullshit i'm just an horny <laughs> horny nine-year-old apparently I mean, like,
0: oh, yeah. he's a kid. He's never seen a he never seen a female version of his species before. He's about he's to never go through seen puberty.
1: Anyone other of his species before? So exactly. I, what I'm saying is, it it didn't have it didn't even have to be a girl. It, it could have been anyone who yeah, who but it saw just happened
0: him. to be a girl.
1: It just happened to be a girl. But it, the problem is is the is for me is the dialogue and that the reasoning is because he was enchanted by them. Like, it wasn't just curiosity.
0: Yeah, but if it was the guy at the end, then we would have been complaining that they didn't hire any female actors throughout any of this whole movie. It's like, <laughs> you had a bunch of female animals, but, like, no female human actors. Like, what the hell? <laughs>
1: Well, I don't know, man. I think that uh <laughs> Mowgli would have done just fine out in the jungle, but there is a sequel to this movie that I recall not being too terrible, and John Goodman plays blue, which oh, is fun. really interesting. And it's pretty much the plot of the third Mowgli story, Tiger Tiger. He's he's already been adopted by this human uh couple. And then Shere Khan starts threatening the village. And so, uh, in the movie, I don't know if we'll ever review this. I just wanted to talk about it. But in the movie, (laughs) anyhow, Baloo helps him with that. Because why wouldn't you put Baloo in the movie? Of course. uh, But in in the story, it's his wolf brothers that help him.
0: Oh, nice. I like that. Yeah, I might actually read the book because I feel like the book would be fun. It Even if it fun. is in, you know late eighteen hundreds novel, <laughs>
1: it, it sets up. So I haven't I haven't read it. I just think it's fun, partially because of the way <laughs> that they set it up. So, I, yeah. I, okay, I've read the first the first story, but you know it was slightly older English language, and I was pretty young kid, so I put it down. But I still own right. them somewhere, unless my dad got rid of them because he doesn't like clutter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh anyhow he rupert kipling has a story then he has a poem and then it goes on to the next story so it's kind of nice that and these poems have something to do with the story that was just told it's kind of gives a uh a little bit of a, a moral for this story and the first half of those first three stories have to do with mowgli and then you have the white seal which is about russian seals that <laughs> uh, i guess come to live in india i don't know uh ricky ticky Tavi. everybody knows ricky Tikki Tavy, i feel like right but if you don't yeah. he's a mongoose and he fights some cobras Named uh, Nag and Nagaina,
0: which is pretty
1: close to Nagini, I'm just saying.
0: (laughs) Yeah, JK probably almost certainly stole it from there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then there is Tumai of the Elephants. That's about a little boy. His father and the rest of the men in, in his village, they hunt on elephant back, I guess. And he gets in trouble or something, almost dies. And his father's like... You can't go into the elephant den until you see the elephants dance, which he (laughs) knew was an impossibility. But anyways, the little boy, Tumai, he sneaks out and goes and follows the elephants without, like, the hunting party and all that. And they let him in to watch the herd, and then they do. They dance, and they clear out this valley, and he falls asleep from exhaustion. And his father, I guess, finds him there, or he goes back to the village. I don't know. That's not that part's not very descriptive uh, in the summary. But anyhow, they find out that he was telling the truth that he saw the elephants dance because they cleared out this clearing, and they're like, only only elephants could do this. And then the last story is Her Majesty's Servants, which sounds like a, a, a pretty much propaganda for British imperialism
0: or a James Bond story. <laughs>
1: Her ma- yes, it does kind of sound like a James Bond uh, story. Her Her Majesty's Servants is what it's called, but I think there might be a spy movie called Her Majesty's Servant. Yeah, her oh, service. I mean. Oh, service. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, anyhow, those are the, those are the <laughs> stories in in the book. There might be huh. more stories. I don't know. I I didn't look too far. I kind of recall having the Jungle Book and the Jungle Book too. And yeah. so he maybe he wrote like a sequel book with more stories in it. I don't know. I didn't do enough research. I just yeah. did it today.
0: Maybe he did. I don't I, I don't know. I I definitely want to read the the first one at least cause it it sounds yeah. fun. I mean I yeah. definitely like Ricky Tiki Tabby. I remembered I'd read that as a kid. But no, I'm just gonna go ahead and go into my closing statements unless yeah. you had other stuff. Yeah.
1: No. I could talk all day about it, but <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I give it three stars. I, I think it's a very good film. It's very enjoyable for the film, uh, for the family. I've definitely watched the sequel, with John Goodman. I watched it as a kid. I just haven't watched it since because I remember not liking it as much.
1: It's well, it's not as good.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I remember watching the '90s remake and the late 2000s re- remake with uh, that John Favreau did. And you know, I think I, I think I remember both of them being enjoyable. You know, nothing, nothing and crazy overall like entertaining out of either of them. Not as much as this original animation, but I don't know. This, I I will go ahead and say of the Silver Age, since we are at the finale for the Silver Age, Jungle Book is not my favorite of all of them. I would give it to 101 Mm. Dalmatians. I've watched it the most. I care most about those characters. I find it a very just fun, enjoyable story and a good romance with Pongo and, uh, Perdita, I, I, yeah, I just I just love their how how they find each other. I think that's fun, and I also have enjoyed the the live action stories that have bloomed off of One Hundred and One Dalmatians. Whereas with Jungle Book, they just keep kind of doing the exact same thing over and over again and recycling it. And it's like, come on, further your IP. Let's do something with this. There's there's so much more here as you just have have said with all the stories that are in that in that book. You can do so much with it, but nope, we're just gonna yeah. stick with Mowgli and and this yeah, one tale and keep doing it.
1: I have a movie about Russian seals. I mean
0: Yeah. Come on. come on. What the fuck? To to do the opposite real quick before you give your closing statement, my least favorite of the Silver Age, it came down to Peter Pan or Sword in the Stone. Peter Pan, because of the, the ridiculous just racism blatant. that I
1: just did not, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: just slapped me in the face i completely did not notice that as a kid i guess but yeah it's, it's real bad as uh real bad watching it again and then sword in the stone was just boring as fuck so it that was, was so what did i hate what i hate more did i hate being bored or did i hate bored th- boredom and racism and it turns out i hate boredom and racism it's peter pan is my least okay. favorite of the well that's probably good
1: age. i mean i think i think if you picked boredom over boredom and racism People might get a little upset. <laughs> well,
0: we, do think, we do things weird on Gorsh, so, you know, it's it's always confusing, so.
1: Right, okay. Yeah, you're not quite sure, like, what car- morality card to play. I see. <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't want to be on Gorsh, then.
0: Yeah, it's weird, man. Politics it's suck get- up there. It's kind of it's like the Roman Republic. You don't know who's going to get backstabbed.
1: Oh, damn. Well, <laughs> I give this movie a face and a half. One of my favorite movies of all time. Very fond memories of watching it with my father, uh, and and my brother and older sister. And it's just a a damn good movie. I <laughs> I want to get up and oh, move you. with it.
0: And what? I thought you were going to keep listening off family members. I <laughs> <laughs> you know, watched it with my father, my and three step my older sister, <laughs> my
1: dog Murphy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we watched it with the be- the Beagle once. Okay, well, I I do. I highly recommend this movie. I, I can watch it pretty much any time. I'm sure that people won't feel the same. <laughs> but I I love this movie. I would say that it is my favorite of this era. But honestly, upon the second watch, not second watch, a recent watch as an adult, 101 Dalmatians and Lady and the Tramp Really had high rankings for me, really high. I liked both those movies. As a child, I had no returnability for Lady and the Tramp, but this watch of it made just from being an adult dog owner really put it up high on the on the list. Right, one hundred and one Dalmatians, extremely well rounded movie. But this one, I just have so much love for, also very well rounded movie. Even though I get upset about the ending, <laughs> I love it. And my least favorite, I'm gonna have to say, Peter Pan. I can't really think of one that I felt worse about after leaving. The <laughs> right. Pecos Bill shit so weird. in the first era, in the in the wartime era, that that one did piss me off. But this one, like, because it yeah. was pretty much, a, it was like a third of the fucking movie. It was bad.
0: Yeah, it was weird. It was just very weird. But uh, that's that is the Disney Silver Era. Yeah. And we will come back with uh, what's after the silver? What is it called? It's the uh, oh, I don't know. It's not. It's not the I, Renaissance I called it the Zero. Yeah, yeah. It's not the Renaissance. It's the aristocrats and those guys. Um, yeah, the rest. I'm, I'm really release. excited. Yeah, I'm really excited for it. It's it's a very yeah. fun time period. You know, again, it's you know, I looked at the silver era and I looked at the, all the titles and I was like, oh, I know all of these movies. I have definitely right. seen all of these movies. And then when I started watching them, I'm like, oh, I've only seen all of these movies like once, and they're all kind of disappointing. It was kind it was a huge disappointment, except for the few that uh, that we talked about that really shone out. But I don't know. Again, it's like looking at the next era. I think I have seen all of these movies. I remembered actually liking most of these movies as a kid and watching some of them quite often. But it's gonna be it's gonna be entertaining. But we won't be getting there for a few more months. We're gonna hop off to. uh, some fast and furious adventures. You're go and that'll fast. be exciting. We're gonna Oof. go fast. We're gonna get we're gonna mad. We're gonna get, get we gonna real mad about going real fast. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh you're gonna get so mad. <laughs> but it's all about family. Remember that. It's always okay. about family.
1: And muscles and muscle
0: cars. And women. And women. Who are part of the family. Sometimes. Yes. Sometimes.
1: Well, I think it's a show. <laughs> I am the faceless Leone. And I am the Green Traveler. Safe travels and good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19 If you like the show, please show your support by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Like, follow, subscribe, wherever you might listen. We also now have a Patreon account. If you feel so inclined to support us in a financial manner, please become a patron by visiting patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. You can also find more information about us on our Facebook account, or on the FictionWorks19 Instagram account. Thank you so much for listening.